grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father through our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Text for today's celebration of stewardship is the three lessons that we've already heard today. Our Old Testament epistle and gospel. And I got an advanced copy of what you're getting, I understand, in the mail. Tomorrow, a stewardship letter for all the members of Christ. Oh, exciting. Yes, it is exciting. All the positive things that have been happening. And it's time to look into the stewardship of the membership of Christ Lutheran Church. Well, I'm all excited to be able to share this Sunday with you. Stewardship is something very important. But I want to talk about it from a different perspective. That is, what is the church? Ah, nice picture. What is the church? You've all come in to this facility, to this building. You come in, but what is the church? Oh, the definitions, there's all kinds that you've learned. What is the church? It's believers in Jesus Christ. Ah, the church, it's those washed in the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. Their sins are forgiven. And the church is also defined as those who've been baptized. By baptism, they are connected with the cross and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, that's the church. But I'm going to put all those aside for a second. And define the church as managers. Pastor John's lost his marbles. That's not the definition of the church. Managers? Oh, are you equipped to oversee? Are you equipped to guide and direct? Are, are you managers? That's the church. Let me give you some official definitions of stewardship since we're part of stewardship month here at Christ. Christian stewardship is the free and joyful activity of the child of God in managing his life or her life and all life's resources for God's purposes. Or to come up with another definition, we are managers not owners and as God's managers, God's stewards, we are entrusted by God with life and life's resources and now are given the privilege and the responsibility and the joyful task of managing all those resources for God's purpose. So, how are you doing in managing? You're the church. Managers. 
Oh. What are we managing? Maybe then we can tell how we're doing it as managers. What are we managing? Well, on stewardship, Sunday stewardship month, you're going to think of as good church people, you're going to think of time, talent, and treasures. Ever hear that phrase before? At Redeemer, we use it annually for our stewardship time. Well, your time, talent, and treasures. That's what we're to manage. We manage for God what time we have. For the talents that we have. Oh, those gifts and talents? How are we managing for the Lord? And of course, our treasures we manage for the Lord and his purposes. But I think we need to get at this in a much deeper way and let's do that by jumping into the word of God. Specifically, Old Testament epistle and gospel in the Old Testament. One of my favorite passages. I got a hundred of them, but this is one of my favorite. Oh, to be with Isaiah in the temple and all of a sudden a vision of God. Wow. God did it. And what was Isaiah's response? Oh, no. I'm seeing the living God and no one can see the living God and live. Why? Because we, he's holy and we are without forgiveness. We're not. We're sinners. Uh-oh. That is scary to see a revelation of the awesomeness and holiness and glory of God. Uh-oh. This is news for Isaiah and later for Peter. Hmm. When we've seen God, how have we reacted? When we recognize the awesomeness of who the creator of the universe and beyond and who's going to hold us accountable in the end, how are we doing? Are we shaking? Are we worried? Well, Isaiah was. Woe is me. What the Holy God did for Isaiah and for us. Oh, he took care of the sin. It says, as we heard, that from the sacrificial altar, and of course, that's an alluding to the sacrifice coming up in Jesus. But we hear, this is touch your lips, your guilt is taken away. Your sin is atoned for. Oh, what a gracious God. He could have zapped Isaiah into non-existence. But he revealed himself, forgave him. And then 
Who's going to go for us? Oh, I'm forgiven. I'm set free. I think I'll respond by, here am I, send me, send me. Isaiah, filled with the Holy Spirit at seeing all this, did he respond awesomely, wonderfully. What about you? How have you responded after being confronted with the living God? Repentance and receiving his gift forgiveness. Ah, in our Lord Jesus. There is a little suggestion that will fit, I guess, a little bit better in the second service today because we'll have our school kids here and they're studying their confirmation class and that small catechism well, I am sure. But how about all of you? Do you have your small catechism handy in your life? Because in your small catechism are a beautiful list of the characteristics of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Those awesome characteristics are listed in your small catechism, taken from the scriptures, all put together, and wow. Consider those characteristics of your God and his action on your behalf. Has he taken your sin and atoned for it? Is your guilt taken away? What a God! Well, if we're set free, if we're forgiven, maybe we can also say, here am I, send me, send me. But stewardship goes on that we're supposed to be managing things. Managing the time, talent, and treasures we have like Isaiah did and went out. And oh, if you read more of that chapter, woo, he had some rough times ahead of him. But God enabled him to proclaim all the way to the coming Christ. Well, in 1 Corinthians 14, we get some more excellent news from our God. And that is, we're part of the body. 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14 are a wonderful unit worth reading together. If you're not watching the Pro Bowl or at halftime, read 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14. You're part of the body of Christ. You're included. In fact, because of Jesus' forgiveness of you, you are so connected to God and his forgiveness that he now claims you as his own and sets you to work. He sets you to work at building up the church, we find out from Paul's epistle here. We are gifted to build the church. We are talented to build the church. Something's going to happen at the general noon hour today. Something about food. I, I heard something about a luau. 
and then a meet and a greet, and something's going to happen. Lutherans love to get around food, I know. Well, with all this, are you talented and gifted to work on the food and you're so self-natured, so self-centered that your sin takes over and you're more like Hell's Kitchen as we see on TV and those other shows or are you a team working together using your different skills and able to serve and that it all works together to bless both the women and the men all God's people well we're told in 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14, that because of who we are and the forgiveness of God, we are God's team working together. I'd love to go on to uh, first, or Luke chapter 5, but we heard about it wonderfully in the children's object lesson again and in our gospel lesson that Peter, he saw God's action. It was too much. And what was his response? Just like Isaiah. He saw God. Woe is me. I'm a sinner. Depart, depart from me, Jesus. Jesus didn't. In forgiveness, he accepted Peter and gifted him to go out catching men. Well, if we have been so forgiven, so equipped, so loved by our God, that he puts us on the team, that he values us as part of the managers of his time, his talents, his treasures, and he so completely accepts us, forgives us, and enables us that we can fulfill what he puts before us. And what is it? The whole thing is catching, catching people for our God. Now, one last illustration on this one, and that happens to be the fire department. I'm fascinated by the different kinds of fire department. When I was out east, there were a lot of volunteer, but here we've got the same truth of the principles. How many fight the fire? How many are needed to fight the fire? One, ah, you just give it to the best firefighter and tell everybody else to go home. No, it's the team. It's the team that fights the fire. You know, spiritually speaking, we've been made the team managers. We work together to work on the fire. The law is the fire 
that identifies the fire that's burning, sin and its judgment. But the gospel puts it out. And we've got the hose of the gospel. Well, we're going to be able to have soon Pastor Eric Robinson. And is he going to fight the fire here at Christ all by himself? No. Well, he's got different tools to fight the fire here, I guess. But Pastor Eric Robinson is gifted and an expert at sharing the law and the gospel, identifying the fire and putting it out with the good news of Jesus Christ. But he's not going to do it alone. Your time, your talents, your treasures are part of the team of God's managers to get the gospel out, catch people, and bring them to the kingdom of God that they might know who is our Savior. We're managers. We're part of the team. All because of God's love. It's Christ Lutheran Church together. And we are managing out of love for God. Our time, talent, and treasures. Let's go build up the church in Jesus' name. Amen. Now may the peace of God that passes all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Let us break loose in praise of our God using the creed. Let us turn in our bulletin to the creed.